0: Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. My name
1: is Helen. I'm Mel. And I'm Janet.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to our last episode of the year! <laughs> Did I get y'all there for a second? Hopefully this is far from our last episode, but not only is this the last episode of 2022, it is also our 200th episode. What a coincidence, right? And pretty wild that we are here today. Mm-hmm. It feels like only yesterday that we hit 100 episodes.
2: I know, it's so crazy we're at 200. I, I feel like 100 was like yesterday, But for this final episode of the year, as with all final episodes of the year, we like to do a little reflecting. 2022 was a particularly eventful year for us here at ABG. After two years of no in-person meetups due to the pandemic, we finally got to see some of your faces up close and personal. First in Toronto, where we attended the CCYA charity basketball game, where we watched Helen play, and it was so amazing. Then in Singapore, where Helen was also able to meet a couple of y'all. Next at her five-year celebration in LA, which... Was just like it felt like a birthday party yeah. and a celebration for everyone,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and also in Taiwan where I got to meet so many amazing women at dinner. That was so cool. Uh, we also celebrate our five year anniversary, celebrating the fact that we've been on air since twenty seventeen. That is, I feel like we were so different back then, yeah. but also the same.
1: Yeah.
2: We also launched our Discord community, the ABG Collective, which currently has almost four thousand members. Sorry, what? That is an update for myself, too. And <laughs> thanks to our community, Adriana and our mods, Chantel, Mimi, Joanna, and Candy for holding down the fort there. It is not an easy thing to be
1: managing a community of 4,000. So thank you so much to those ladies. Yeah. And we also released our first children's book, Lucky Cat, which was published by the Cordo Group and illustrated by Eunice Chen um that is something that you've probably seen a lot about on social and you'll be seeing much more about coming in january in addition we started our individual mini podcast shows K Dreaming with mel living well with janet and spill the baby tea with helen not only that but we expanded our team at abg we brought on victoria who is currently our podcast production coordinator and also jen who is our partnerships coordinator 2022 uh, was definitely a very packed year and a very great year for ABG, but it was also quite eventful for each of us individually. And for this year's reflection, we thought it would be interesting to try a different format. We're going to be trying out the 5Ws format, and here's how this is going to work. We are going to review each of the 5Ws. Who, what, when, where, and why. And each person will share their reflection on that particular W for this past year. How does that sound? <laughs> mm,
0: all the W's, all, the, all wins. the wins. I will say that the five W's was also inspired by our friends over at Wang Fu Productions. If you've seen the last, we're like, oh, mm. you know, I'm talking about who, what, where, when, where, why you loved. But now we will be reflecting on 2022 with the same concept so let's start with who if you reflect on this past year and think about a person or someone that really helped to define your year in any way that is meaningful to you who was your who of 2022 Ooh, <laughs> i like
2: what you did there nice rhyme
0: <laughs> uh, we're working on my rhymes y'all that's pretty good it's all the nursery stuff you've been with the baby.
2: <laughs> i know <right? laughs> comes too easily now nice um you know, so when I was preparing for this episode, I was kind of struggling a little bit. I was like, okay. Because I feel you could kind of like, everyone has their own inter- in- interpretation of like the who, what, where, when, why kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so when I went, when I read who, I was like, do I say one person? Do I say multiple? And I just thought of one. And I literally asked my friend, I was like, what? Okay, off topic. Is there a plural for who? Who's?
1: Who? Who? That's a good. Question. That's a good point. I guess it. That's yeah, I guess question. it could be multiple. I think it is yeah. the plural. Yeah, no, yeah. it's multiple.
0: It's for sure multiple. Right. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Plural not really help. <laughs> Anyways, um, I just added more O's to the end of it. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so back to my who. Um, um, if I had to pinpoint like one person that shifted my year, it would probably be my partner. Be me. <laughs> Here's the thing. I feel like everyone... Uh, fuck.
0: <laughs> I would have to say... I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. I know. Totally kidding. But here's the thing. So I actually had a discussion
2: about this with my with the person I chose. I chose my boyfriend. All right. I chose him because... Um, well, I don't think he changed my day-to-day life dramatically. But it's more like having a partner opens up these new possibilities and paths moving forward. So if I looked mm. at impact in that way, I would say it would be him. I think, for me, when you're dating someone seriously, which I haven't done in a very long time, you start thinking about a couple things. Like, you know, what does it take to develop and strengthen this relationship? You know, for me, this year, if I had to reflect, you know, a lot of my free time and his was spent getting to know each other more, both on a friend and a romantic level. You know, meeting each other's friend groups, and then, like, kind of going through different dates to see how our dynamic is in those different settings. And, um... I feel like this relationship for me was also very impactful for this person because I think, I like I mentioned in our in our We're No Longer Singles update, is that I learned a lot about myself in terms of the of how I am in the romantic realm. Like, learning what baggage I came with. You know, how was it like to be in an adult relationship when your partner is not only compatible, but also truly respects and values you? It was, like, all these different, like, things mm. I was learning. Mm. And I, so I will say, this who will also be playing a huge role in the upcoming year with him moving to L.A. And so... <gasps> Yeah, he's moving in a few months, and when I was sharing my answer with him, he was like, "Oh, you chose me." He's like, "There's so many other people you could choose." I was like, "Yeah, but for me, when I when I actually like was reflecting on like this question or like who, I think everyone else in my life has been very solid and consistent, like the both of you. Like, there's no like, it's kind of like you both always make an impact in my in my day in my day my yearly recap. That it's just like, it's kind of like a no-brainer that you guys would be up there, but if I had to choose one person that maybe changed it this year would be my boyfriend. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. That's a that's a good enough answer for me to be like, okay, I'll give that one to him, <laughs> even though he only appeared in the second half of 2022. <laughs> Actually? he right? No, he appeared in March, in April.
1: Mm, oh, did that's he? That's right.
0: Yeah. Was that the first plate-by-plate? Oh, my goodness, it was. I know, crazy, right? Um I will say that I... I was going to say, I love your who, but that's not like, I love that this is your who for you. Is what I'm trying to say, because you being in Taiwan right now, I had messaged you a little bit ago to just be like, oh, how's it going? And I remember you were saying, like, I kind of think I'm OK here. Like, I kind of want to just go home and see him. Mm-hmm. And that was huge for you, because I know you wanted to be in Taiwan for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. And now you're only there for like a third of your intended, you know, stay there. Um, and I feel like he has made a really big impact on you in a very positive way, in a very grounding way, too. Mm. I feel like he just stabilizes you mm. and makes you very
2: happy. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's been. Oh, yeah. For those of you that don't know, I'm in Taiwan right now. And so being here has been like a reality check for like what I truly want. It's been like, oh, this is what I actually want right now for my life. So it's kind of crazy how mm. things can shift depending on like where you are in life. Mm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And who impacts you? Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's funny because as I was writing and preparing for this episode, I am so excited and curious to hear both your answers for all of these
1: Ws. Um, so, Janet. Oh, my gosh. Who's your who? <laughs> well, I want to say, first of all, I, I thought your um, your answer was so beautifully worded. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, it's right. Like you're all of the reasonings. And um, especially in the beginning where you said that having a partner really shifts what your future paths could be. And I think that Mm -hmm. is um, that was a really profound way to express like how big of a difference a a partner will make in your life. And so Mm -hmm. similarly to you, my who (laughs) is also my (laughs) Man, friend, boyfriend, whatever you want to call it. Wow. And honestly, I have to say for me, this one came, this answer came really quickly and automatically. Um, And for anyone who's been listening along, especially for this past year, um, I have been like really, really focused on trying to find a life partner. In many ways, my, I was very happy with all the other aspects of my life, but I was feeling a little stuck and you know, mm-hmm. wanting to kind of – the things that I was looking forward to, wanting to start a family and, you know, build a home and all of that, it was stopped because I, I didn't have this one partner or this person to be able to do that with. And so for me, the moment he came into my life, um, that all completely unlocked and shifted. It felt almost like a bit of a, like, it really, I feel like it's been a 180 of how much it's changed and, like Mel said, how much it changes the future um, mm-hmm. and particularly the short-term future. I feel like stuff is happening so quickly and changing so quickly in a good way, but also in a almost a bit of, like, a hurricane way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when I was thinking about about the, like, why he is my who, beyond those answers, I just on a visceral level felt like okay I've had so many moments in the last few months where I've paused and really just like in the middle of life happening just felt like wow like damn I am so lucky. I've been waiting and dating for such a long time and here he finally is like my puzzle piece. Um, I feel like if humans were made from different types of cloth I really do feel like he and I are cut from the same and it's a weird feeling to kind of be able to say that about someone, and maybe I'm just in puppy love stage right now. I don't know what it is, but I, I do think it comes from for someone who's 37 and um, has has had a free, a pretty jaded look on on dating and and stuff like that. I think it's coming from somewhat of a pretty grounded place, um, and it's not to say that he is perfect or that we are you know experiencing a perfect relationship. Uh, we are two grown adults. I'm 37. He's 44, which means that we've lived a lot of our adult lives as single people, developing our own respective schedules and habits and social circles and lifestyle preferences. So it's a lot to try to fuse two people's lives together mm-hmm. so quickly who are so used to being independent um, and having very different lives. But I am curious miss helen who is your who
0: my who oh my goodness okay um so i'm actually gonna share two here my number one who is also a male figure (laughs) who i've already or is it whom I always get those two mixed up, Mm. whom I've already had a lengthy conversation with two weeks ago on this podcast. He is my number one who of 2022 because he has literally been the rock of our family. um, And that is my husband. And he is not only a great dad to our baby boy, but I think a lot of the attention that gets focused on the baby once the baby is out of a woman's body. Is, it's usually on the baby, but the woman, the moms, they are the ones who also need a lot of support. And he has been the best and biggest supporter for me throughout these major life milestones. So I would say also definitely Philip, my husband, my SO, he is my number one who as well. Um, but along the same lines of supporting a new mom, my other who of this year has to go to my mom's. And I say moms because Mm. I have both my mom and my mill, my mother-in-law, they have been so nurturing, so maternal, so supportive, so efficient, which I love and tenacious and strong and caring. Like I could probably say that in my entire life, this period of my life is the closest and the most appreciative I've ever felt of my mom and Philip's mom. Philip's mom or my mill is someone who I really got to know like this year and there's probably a whole other episode here where we could get into you know getting to know your mills real quick especially if they live in a city that is not too close to yours because for philip and i we were only able to visit them like once every two months or so and not for an extended period of time and you can't really get to know someone that way But once Mm -hmm. you pop out a baby and they're open to helping, you end up living with them in the same very close quarters for weeks at a time, 24-7 a day, living on top of one another. And you get to know them really, really well, really fast. Mm. Um, But yeah, I really do think that's another episode for another time. We've had like dozens of one-on-one lunches, dinners, bonding over breastfeeding, us Ooing and awing over like the tiniest of baby growth spurts. Like when our baby was able to pincer grasp a strawberry into his mouth, we were like, whoa, like mind blown. And just being able to connect on that, like it's a journey that you go through with your mill and your mom and or your baby's caretaker, really, if you have outside help. And I definitely consider her less of a stranger, which she kind of was to me a year ago. And now mm. I see her more mm. as like a mom-like figure um, and a really good mother-in-law. And my, like my mom, who is just... I mean, she's incredible. I honestly strive to be, to love as unconditionally as she does. I strive to be as good and tenacious of a woman as she is. She has gone so above and beyond this year. And I think when I was younger, I definitely took that for granted. Like, who was in my home the day I got out of the hospital and into my own home? Like, she was there. She flew from Boston early to be there, and she was there ready with my jook and soup and ginger peel baths and other postpartum nourishing foods, which I think really made a difference in my own recovery postpartum. Um, And she isn't retired yet, so she works just enough hours to get unpaid vacation time, to take a month off whenever she can to come just visit and help me and my sister out. And I honestly don't think I would be as sane as I have been able to keep it as a new mom this year without the help of both my who's, my support system, my village, my mom's, and my husband. So those are my who's, whatever the plural version of who is, <laughs> of 2022.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love that. I really, one of the things that really stood out to me, Helen, through this year of becoming a new mom is how much you have focused so much on your village and your community. Um, that And that's something that I think, yeah, like I never really thought about, right? Like mm-hmm. I thought that the mom's mm-hmm. life is going to change, but didn't think about how significant it is in how it's going to affect and impact your relationship with so many of the important people in your life. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's really beautiful also to be able to like, to that you're constantly recognizing the other people <laughs> in your life yeah. uh in your motherhood so
2: thank you for sharing that yeah i also feel like i think you and phil talked about this once over dinner but i mean obviously now when we hang out with you both we also get to spend more time with your mother-in-law and your mom and we get to see how nurturing they both are they do feel like they do feel like they're part of the family for sure yeah. i mean obviously even for us who like are just your extended friends. Um, but what I think what's amazing for you both that you're experiencing, and that's why I'm not surprised. I had a feeling I was kind of predicting what you guys would both would mm-hmm. answer. And for who, I was like, I have a feeling Helen's gonna say her mother in laws. Mm-hmm. Or mother in law and her mm-hmm. mom. Because I think it's really cool that you both like your who is like they're the people like not only are they the grandma to your baby, but they're your mom. So mm-hmm. you gotta see kind of like from this day and perspective how they were as a mom to you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I think when we're younger we don't remember any of this stuff but to see how nurturing and how much they take on that caretaker role for your son is like oh this is how they were with Phil or th- with me and it's just like you feel very like wow I am very fortunate to have this type of mother growing up and my husband got this type and now my kid gets to have this type of love so I could see how
0: amazing that is so that is really cool yeah. that you shared. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely a time that I'm cherishing a lot now because they've been here on and off to help for the past year and this upcoming year they're like okay I think we're done and we're like oh no like this past year it was definitely a moment captured in time of when we were able to get mm-hmm. really really close again and that hasn't happened since you know before even like high school you know having time to yeah. just even be together because we would always be out and about with our friends but now I feel like we're just really getting to have that family like valuable time Mm. together so definitely cherishing that yeah do you know what the secret is to keep a baby skin healthy And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1
2: Well, the next W in the list is one I feel we all say a lot, or I say, it's what. 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 Uh, what. W-H-A-T. I feel like I always text what. Like, what? <laughs> you do. You <laughs> I do that a lot. We, yeah. We say what a lot. So I would love to hear what your what is, <laughs> starting off with
1: Janet. Okay. So have you ladies heard of that saying um, – Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So that's a pretty popular quote. I think it might actually be a Bible verse. I'm not quite sure. But that was the first um, kind of statement that came to my mind when it came to my what. Uh, As I had shared before, I was kind of feeling stuck in life for a lot of the beginning of 2022 and wanting to find a life partner and wanting to build a life, um, a future life and a future family and everything. Um, And so the what are the things that I thought about that I could change versus the things that I could not, Mm. I don't have any power to change about in life. Right. And, um, you know, I did have under, under my control the ability to continue dating. So I did that. I did have the ability to change up my living space to create some sort of differentness. And so I did that. I I moved to a different neighborhood. But the thing that I did that to me was the most significant what was um, being able to freeze my eggs. Mm. And... I think that that is one of those things where I think about how lucky I feel to be in a day and age um, where that's available as an option. Because in a different time, in a different place, this is not something that would be within my power to change. Um, and it's also not a guarantee. You know, freezing your eggs is, is insurance, but there it's not you don't know until you have to um, fertilize them if they will turn into children or not that was an act or a what that i felt Mm -hmm. was the most empowering for me this year and freezing your eggs is already a significant enough experience in and of itself but i think for me also finding out that i had a particularly low a count and would need multiple rounds means that this um this what of freezing my eggs this process has taken over six months for me and i'm still only halfway through And now my situation Mm -hmm. might change because I have a partner and we're talking about the possibility of creating embryos. So um, yeah, I think for for those reasons, it has been the most significant what for me this year.
0: Wow. That is so powerful, Jay.
1: Like even just hearing you recount it, I know you're going through Mm -hmm. it,
0: but that that is like your what of 2022 and it's such a big what, like this is something that you've wanted for so long. And the fact that you took the initiative to do it this year makes this year just such a big year for you and then finding a partner Mm -hmm. to potentially create embryos with like whoa you know yeah lots of big changes (laughs) like what yeah what what? (laughs) beginning of 2022 what (laughs) did that really is that really going to happen at the end of 2022 crazy yeah yeah oh my goodness
1: i don't know i love it a lot of change happening but yeah i'm curious ellen what is your what of 2022 When I
0: think about 2022 and my what, I immediately think about this inanimate object that is within my view right now, which is, as you ladies know, the sound of very well now, it is my breast pump. (laughs) <laughs>
1: uh, the yes. moment that you said it was an inanimate object i was like oh my god i know what this is
0: <laughs> yes, yes. i mean it has been with me on the red carpet to galas to charity basketball games to restaurants on our daily walks and long drives it's been the vegas it's flown business class like <laughs> i had to look up actually the definition of what because Have you ever had to define what before? Like, what is what? (laughs) Are you referring to an object or something intangible? Yeah. And the definition that I found says, it's used as an interrogative expressing inquiry about the identity, nature, or value of an object or manner. So using what to define my breast pump, I can look at the identity of it, the nature of it, and the value of it. And I will say that it has taken on depth beyond just the physical functionality of it it has become mm. my identity i feel like this past mm. year and it's a representation of me in this period of life which is a mom who you know at the top of the year really wanted to exclusively nurse had the high ex- expectations too, and ultimately couldn't do it and ended up exclusively pumping for the second half of 2022 both of which i know are capabilities that i am very grateful for that i could even do it for a full year to be honest because with all the dips and power pumping and legendary milk supplements and papaya soup that i've drank i've been through many downs and hopeless almost dead ends with my breastfeeding journey um at least exclusively and breastfeeding for like five to six times a day for two to three hours a day, it becomes a part of you. It is a full-time job. Mm -hmm. And I've had to prioritize in many situations the importance of me keeping up my supply. Um, For example, when I'm in ABG meetings, I'll have my camera off so I can pump and work comfortably with my nipples out when i was traveling for work i had to make sure a whole team of 20 people moved some things around and put parts of their schedules on pause so that i could pump when i needed to so it was a very big part of my 2022 20, and i i made it a priority i do want to say here that breastfeeding does not define whether someone is a good mom or not let's just make that clear like moms are incredible regardless if they're breastfeeding or not Um, I just think that in my situation this past year, breastfeeding and this pump specifically, this blue spectra pump, it's my what for what has been so tied to my physical self and how I've been able to feed my son and see him grow from seven pounds, nine ounces to now 22 pounds, 14 ounces, triple his birth weight. It's wow. crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. And it's tied to my own journey of being a mom. And it's something I'll never forget for this period of my life and everything it has meant to me. So, my pump overall breastfeeding journey is my what of the year. What? Wow. What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I feel like I have learned so much about breastfeeding mm-hmm. and b- pumping and all that just from seeing Helen go through it. And even though I've had, like, a lot of friends and family who've, you know, become moms, but I think because we are so close and, you know, in each other's lives so much, I feel like I've I've gone on a journey now, too. <laughs> um, so I personally also feel a tie to, to your breast pump, <laughs> which is weird to say. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've learned so much, and it makes complete sense that that is your object mm. of 2022 because it it really like i think every time i've seen helen it, like the breast pump i've also seen because it's always had to be with her <laughs> oh, the yeah. black
2: bag with phil too yes. the black backpack yeah the, <laughs> the black see backpack phil
1: carry it too it's always around
0: it's always around tripping over it, it is always around
2: <laughs> you also see her um the pump yeah i always remember when i get ice from her freezer i was like oh there's breast milk
1: yeah yeah it just isn't like it a, it's a actually gonna it's gonna be weird to not have it be yeah there anymore.
0: i know i know <laughs> i think i've reached probably the end of my journey soon i was thinking i'd be going for two years but it's a lot it's just a lot and oh, wow. during this time you can start transitioning um over to cow's milk so today i gave him oh uh, 0.5 ounces in a four ounce bottle, and he did not take it. So let's see how this weaning off period goes. But I think they can taste the difference, and you're supposed to sort of like mm-hmm. do a little bit of the cow's milk mixed with more of your breast milk, and then sort of change the proportions over time. So that's all cow's milk, um, and hopefully it works out. But that's sort of where I am right now. Yeah.
2: Wow. Crazy, I know. So might be done soon. Interesting too. Yeah like I yeah I, I, again like I think like Janet mentioned like as your friend who watching you go through such a life change we feel like we're kind of like learning alongside you and also all your your what your who's have been part of our lives too um, I want to hear about your yeah, think, your what Mel please share well as you both explain your what I realize I I may have the wrong definition
1: <laughs> that's okay it's for interpretation what's your definition
0: I don't know like <laughs> what is and what, it? right? Like that is a question. Yeah, that I what is that? To. what? It's
2: is anything. You know, so dumb. I literally like Google like who, what, where, and what. Who, what, when, where, why? Yesterday, I just got like story examples. I'm like, I don't know if I. What was the one I struggle with the most? And I'll share my answer. This may be the wrong definition. What, a, whatever. Um, okay, I so said I can't really pinpoint what exactly or the what happened. The what happened, I guess. That I didn't choose the object. I chose the what happened, whatever that means.
1: That's okay. Okay, okay. it's um, up, up to Helen... your own
0: interpretation.
2: Okay. That's totally yeah. okay. When Helen described me the interrogation, whatever the definition she found, I was like, I was, <laughs> I don't know if I got it right. You know, <laughs> um, it's just so I don't know. I just, anyways.
0: All right. So what happened in twenty twenty two?
2: So it's hard because I feel it's so um, abstract, the what. It is, yeah. So I, feel, I said, I do feel like this year I noticed a stronger change or shift in my lifestyle. Like, I don't know if that's a what, whatever. Um, like, for example, like going out, socializing, drinking is just something I don't really enjoy anymore on like the frequent level. And for me, it's like crazy to think that I'm here now because I distinctly remember loving that so much. All throughout my 20s. We went out all the time during the weekends. And I used to tell myself, like I'm going to be going out until, like, I'm, like, 40. I want to be that person that I could still go to Vegas and do all these things. And I just can't believe I'm here. Like, I don't know why. I just didn't, never would have thought that I'd be in this place right now. That is not... Th- what happened? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that is the question. That is the
0: prompt. I'll keep going from. Like, I feel like you just heard, like, what? And you're like, yeah, what? <laughs> like, this is... What's <laughs> my what? Like, the most, like, shocking thing. Basically, the most shocking thing that has happened in your life. And I think that's yeah. a very good interpretation of it. Like,
2: yeah. Okay. Because yeah. what the fuck the party happened? is like... The party is like,
1: it's supposed to be an object? Because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's okay. Mine wasn't an object either. Yeah. Your what is, like, a state, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. What's my state?
2: Actually, I don't fucking know. I just... <laughs> I just keep going. Sorry, everyone. Um, But now, you know, I say I truly love sleeping and a decent hour, getting enough... Like, just... I like being on schedule now, and I just feel like I'm a different p- person, sort of. Like, different lifestyle. Mm. I, I, I say the what is really hard because I feel like... Again, I didn't know the definition of it, apparently. <laughs> going back to what happened. But I feel like I learned... like. It's a combination. I feel like just this chill, this whole shift is, like, the combination, like, the pandemic. I feel like I'm just leaning into that introverted homebody personality even more so. Mm. And maybe I'm heading into a different chapter of my life where this lifestyle change actually is quite natural. Uh, I also think a huge part of it is, like, you know, seeing you both, like, Helen having a baby and watching Janet go through her egg freezing and now me being in a relationship. Like, I'm thinking a lot more about what having a family looks like in the future for me and what I can actually do right now to prepare myself for that you know um, I've always wanted children like I don't know if I say that out loud or people know but I've always wanted a family but I think the current state is that it is that reality is like coming much closer and closer it's like knocking on my door sooner than I was like oh, I'll move there it's kind of like you think about moving right but all of a sudden it's like oh no you're like at the house that you always wanted and it's like all these things are happening. You're like, oh shit. Mm. Um so yeah. That is my what.
1: And oh. I think both of you are like, what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, it sounds
1: like it's like that is a very like it's you're in a different place in your life. At mm-hmm. first when you were talking through, I was like, oh maybe your what is your priorities. Your priorities have shifted. Mm-hmm. But but then it's also I think in addition to that, yeah, just where you are in life where it's from being a single person thinking Mm -hmm. about social life versus being somebody who is gonna who is in a relationship and then wanting to start building a family soon Mm
2: -hmm.
0: i don't think this could have fit into any of the other who what when where why so this seems like the appropriate place to put it i also love how it's so interlinked with your who because i think Mm. your who impacted your what of the year you made a big difference there
2: I think so I will also so. say
0: I'll give it to you both here I will say you guys played a huge role too
2: it's like a it's a, mm. it's a combination like I think obviously we're so close seeing you both go through huge mm. life milestones mm. you can help but reflect on your own I, I think sometimes in, for me my personality is to be so fantastical like I'm, I'm really fantasy mm. always wanting the kids always wanting all this stuff like wanting and dreaming about it but when you see people in your life actually go through it, you're like oh my gosh like it's actually here
1: and what is mm. what does it really
2: mean for me now, you know? And how and how can I? Am I re- and it's like am I ready for it, you know?
0: Yeah,
2: and these changes just sort of happening. Like, whoa, well, I didn't expect to be here. Like, it just it's just a very interesting time.
0: Things can happen really really quickly. I know what, <laughs> I know <laughs> they can. Whoa, there should be a whoa.
2: Who, yeah. what, when, where, There's... why,
1: whoa. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maybe we could do it if you have time to be like, what's your quick statement
1: of whoa? <laughs> Mm, That's a good one. Yeah. Well, the next W is where. So I guess, you know, the more obvious definition of where might be a physical place, Mm -hmm. a location. But I could also see you, you know, taking it on an abstract level and thinking about a where as a place being in a different way. I don't know. I'm curious to hear Mm. how you ladies interpreted this. Where was your where of 2022? My where is where I live now.
0: (laughs) I'm not taking it anywhere else than where I am right now. Uh, Took it very literally. Um, But last year, we bought a house in a city that I was not too familiar Mm. with. I think that was one of the bigger changes of last year, just buying the house. Mm. And we did all of the renovations last year. And especially because furniture takes so long to arrive these days, it felt like this house wasn't really mine yet mm. but in 2022 now that we've finally started to get furniture in and now that we've also created memories in every corner of our home from watching our baby crawl up the stairs for the first time him right now he crawls to my parents room when i say gong gong onaya, which means like where is grandpa and he will actually crawl he's he's changed so much since you you ladies have last seen him honestly it's crazy it's so wild but we also like go outside to pick a mandarin orange from our tree every morning to get some vitamin c and that is not helping me right now because i am sick (laughs) but we you know and i will say that i think this past year it just it truly feels like we've turned our house into a home Hmm. it's the first single family home I've ever lived in. It's our baby's first home, which makes it so special. And because I also love the walks that we do around our neighborhood during sunset hour, which honestly really helps my own like mental sanity. The parks around our home are amazing. And we even have like special names for each of the parks. We have the the bird poop park or the sunset park or the Chinese karaoke park or the dancing park, which I took Mel and Janet to once and we danced. The walk away, not well, but it was fun. <laughs> we tried.
1: What, what dance were we doing again?
0: I forget. Oh, uh, oh, the Harlem, the Harlem Shake. shake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that should Let's be the real that we post for this. I episode. hope. I hope that video never
0: sees the light of same, day. Same, same. <laughs> but like uh. memories, and memories are being created here, and my house feels. And my house and this neighborhood feels like a home. It's a place we mm. are setting our roots into this year very deeply, and it's where my it's where my heart has expanded the most this whole past year. So mm. my where I'm going to take it very literally is going to be not my
1: house, but my home. Ah, I love that. Where your heart has expanded the most this year? Mm. Dang, I cannot believe it's only the beginning of this year that you guys that you moved into the house right it was was it last year oh wait, wait no sorry sorry it might have been year. last
0: yeah. like july or something like that yeah. but it was very bare for a long time
1: yeah i can't believe i mean it really does feel like it's been multiple years i guess is what i'm trying to say like this one year and i think back to the beginning when when you first moved in it feels like your house is i think just because so much has happened like mm-hmm. you a new a new member of the family has joined and that just like you know changes things so much yeah
2: Mm -hmm.
1: it's crazy that I
2: because I think we talk about like we share stories about how we grew up I'm excited for your son to be like this is my first home like he's going to be sharing that with his friends Mm -hmm. and photos of that and like it does feel I mean it's just it's just so cool to be like this is his first home and you see him kind of like I don't know just seeing playing with him you kind of get that vibe even though he's not saying it you're like one day you're gonna remember this
0: yeah, mm. yeah. This, this, he's, this is he's the way to like, he's starting to crawl down the stairs too, like backwards down the two steps ah. that go from like my front door to the living room. And he's, he, we're letting him run amok right now. And it's, we need to pretty-proof <laughs> this whole house ASAP. We just been, been like watching him everywhere he goes. But he's really enjoying exploring his wear. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I like your I, wear. Thank you. Yeah. I want to hear about your wear,
2: Miss Melmel. Um,. My wear actually was an obvious choice for me, too. And I've shared this before, but Costa Rica is my wear for 2022. Mm. Um, I think it was just such a transformative trip for me in the sense that it hit a lot of my goals that I wanted to do for 2022. Um, I've always wanted to surf. So that's one thing I hit. Um, I went outside my comfort zone with this trip, like both with surfing because I was like, I'm not very athletic. and I tried surfing and um, just having a different type of trip was really was something I felt very outside of my comfort zone like to be honest I usually travel to like a metropolitan city and kind of do the same thing where I have a nice hotel and like I feel like I don't know just safe and clean um, but I think I was but I think with Costa Rica I was in a very small beach town where we rode ATVs everywhere I had to get I like got dirty every time I was on the ATV from the mud like I had mud all over my legs every day and we would have to and it would be pouring rain sometimes we'd be skidding we'd be soaked just driving to dinner and I'd be like well, I just took a shower, but i do it again. So it just mm-hmm. felt like a very different type of trip that I usually wouldn't put myself in, to mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. Letting go. And you allowed yourself yeah. to let go. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was just such a, like, I felt very, like f- like, that was cool that I did that. And for me, I think overall, this was just, like, a personal trip and a goal for me. And it was just, like, I think when you do something purely for you, it's also a different feeling. You know, it's, like, mm-hmm. kind of giving yourself love back in some ways. Um, And overall, I got to travel, and it felt new and novel, never been to Costa Rica. And just coming back, I felt really accomplished and happy that I did it. So that was my trip, or that's my Mm -hmm. wear of 2022.
1: And Janet, actually, Janet, yeah, what is your wear? So my wear, I guess we all took this literally. My Mine was also a physical place. Um, I actually had two wears. So the first... uh, physical place was Los Feliz in the hmm. summertime. Oh yeah. Particularly. Um, so this is, you know, I spent about six months of 2022 living in, um, East LA and it was significant to me because I had been wanting to live out in the East LA area for, I think it would been a good year, year and a half, like throughout COVID. And I, for me, this was important because I wanted something, I wanted it for a while. I, I, face some barriers because it didn't quite make the most like financial sense for me to do it Um, and I figured out a way to problem solve those and I took initiative and made it happen so I I felt proud of myself for wanting something and then being able to see through making it happen. Uh, Los Feliz in the summertime was also specifically special for me because I spent so many hours and miles just by myself exploring. Mm. I walked around a lot. I would listen to podcasts and listen, listen to music, check out, um, you know, different coffee places, check out different stores. It just was a very, like, I don't know, this summertime and those six months that I spent felt like I was, it was the most that I felt like I was... Um, Spending time with me and myself and I, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just I will always remember that space and the balcony that looked out into the trees and all the different sessions that I had of doing yoga there. It was just, a, I don't know, it felt like a very refreshing kind of getaway, a six month getaway, if you will, I guess, um, for myself and getting to be by myself a lot and spend a lot of precious um, solo time. And I think that was really um Important because it was such a contrast from then my second location, which is Santa Monica Mm -hmm. and correlating with fall and winter, because after I met Eugene and I'm pretty much now like living with him in his place, I've, um, you know, I've gone from East L.A. now all the way to West L.A. Mm And it being like a place where I was by myself and spending a lot of time being an individual person and now being on the west side and spending a lot of time trying to figure out how to become a couple. And um, I have actually lived in Santa Monica before and honestly I didn't love it very much. And Now that I've been here the second time around, I realize it wasn't the place so much as it was the place I was in my life. And I didn't Mm -hmm. really have friends out here. So I didn't love the city because I didn't, you know, I didn't have people out here. But now that I have a partner, um, I'm establishing all these new memories. And now Santa Monica to me is going to call back um, times of taking lots of walks in the sunshine under the blue sky and the fresh air, because we go out and walk Toby, his dog, like one to three times every, every day. So I have like the typical routes now that I associate with the city and this part of town. And, um, you know, that's that special cafe that we always go to for brunch and baked goods and and stuff like that. So I think for me, Los Feliz, all the way on one side of the city and Santa Monica, all the way on the west side of the city, um, are two different locations that both were very significant to me in my life. Hmm. This year. <laughs> I can't recall, Janet, if we did, did we do a resolutions episode uh, in 2021 for 2022? I, I think we ended up doing like a letter to ourselves oh, So okay. yeah, so it was more okay. like far in the future and it wasn't so like specifically for the following right. year. Because I just, I feel like,
0: everything that you've been able to accomplish this year is fulfilling a lot of the things that you've been really wanting and verbalizing. And mm. it, it feels like you've manifested it in your life. Mm-hmm. Like, I just remember you were talking about getting out of downtown, being feeling mm. stuck, especially during COVID times where you were stuck by yourself living in you know a one-bedroom condo, basically a loft, yeah. right? And that's very difficult to do. So I know you wanted to get out of there. You wanted... I mean, your letter to your future self was babies running around breakfast in the morning with light <laughs> shining through your window, right? Like, I feel like all of that is just, you're heading towards that direction. And it's, it's it, as a friend, it just makes me very happy to hear that mm-hmm. this year, a lot of your goals are being accomplished. It's so Aww. cool to see. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, yeah. I also want to yeah. add that I think it's really cool. Like, the whole wear thing for me is really... Interesting because I felt like you were on the east side of L.A. That's a different where, but you had to be on that east side of L.A. to get back to the west side. And it's like, yeah, right? it's
1: kind of like it did feel kind of like that. Yeah. So I love that yeah, little I that journey was... you made because <laughs> I, I think being on the east side and spending so much solo time kind of like Mel when you had talked about um, going into a relationship where you're like, I kind of knew in my gut that this would be the last time I would be single and you really savored that moment. To me now when I look in hindsight, I'm like, I think it made sense as to why I needed that time by mm-hmm. myself because now it's the complete opposite. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, our next one is when, when is more of a concept of time, perhaps a moment that was particularly valuable to you in 2022. What was your when of 2022? And it'll start with
2: mail mail. I'll keep my short and brief. When I was thinking about when one date just popped out in my mind, and that is the end of March when I met my boyfriend at Play by Play, Play LA and the story continues, um, I think this date, whether I like to admit it or not, was something that was kind of looming and like in the back of my mind because of my multiple psychic readings. Mm-hmm. It's like I know when you meet with a psychic, you're always like, take it with a grain of salt. I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Like my last recent reading I had, I don't know if I shared this on the pod, but she did say to me because I went with her, I went to her privately. who said you're gonna meet your partner at the at the uh, within a year. So, I met with her in 2021 of April, beginning. And she said, you'll meet your partner next time around this time. Like, when before April hits. And I remember telling myself, oh, shit. This is coming quicker than I thought. And so, when the months were slowly like, passing by, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Like, whatever. But then I remember in March, I was like, shit, one month left. Is this going to happen? And it happened. And it's just, like, weird that it did. But... I think this is a date and time and a story that I'll always remember, whether it's the psychic prediction or not, but that date is just something I will, will always be like, yeah, it was end of March when I met when I met him, because of that.
0: I know that when you revealed him, a lot of people on our um, Instagram posts were commenting on, you know, they were commenting saying, "Oh my gosh, you guys need to do an episode recounting what the psychic had said and if it's accurate." And I think she was like, spot on with yours, right? Like he was wearing mm-hmm. a suit. When you met him. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The funny Which is
0: exactly what she said. That was such a random
2: detail that she had us. And it's funny because I forgot about that suit detail until I came back after play-by-play and we're, we're dressed up and Dar- my roommate Dara was like, oh my God, he's in a suit? And I was like, what? And I was like, oh crap. Like, <laughs> I forget some of these details. But I think there's also things she didn't predict right. So it was just more like, "Yeah, I could take, take, take. No, I didn't yeah. remember the suit part though. I'll say that. The suit and the timing <laughs> was like, yes. Mm, so... Mm-hmm. What was the exact date? I think it's March twenty third. March twenty third, twenty twenty two. Maybe. Hmm. I know our first three, date.
1: Three two was... three two two. Maybe. I think it's twenty <gasps>
2: third. I gotta look it up. Okay. I might be wrong. Get married
0: <laughs> get married next
1: Yeah,
2: that's your in three three special months.
1: date. <laughs> three, three, two, three two three, three two three. <laughs> I
2: literally okay. Well thank you so much for letting me share my when and as I'm I'm gonna literally look up the date of like when we met.
1: <laughs> um but Janet, when is your when? So my one, um, I went with actually a season of the year, oh, and I if like I had to pick a, a season for twenty twenty two for me, this year it would be fall. Or, I guess I picked the season, but also the quarter.
2: Is that when you so fall me... in love? No, it's not <laughs> in love.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, kinda. I guess. I guess it's that. Um, Yo, but... Mel and Janet are so in love right now. Uh, <laughs> so
2: cute. Um. Um no comment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I think for me, first, the reason was that I did, my birthday is in September. So it is in the month of fall or it's in the month is it's in, it's fall. in the fall It's yes. in the season of fall. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. So this fall, I turned 37 mm-hmm. and I feel like just that time of year, uh, like that is also around when I met my person. And so those two timing, I mean, just that time period, I just feel like unlocked a lot of change, and I feel like if I look back on the fall season into the winter, like the last quarter of 2022, looks significantly different than any other period in 2022 for me. So for that reason, I I, I picked the season of fall for 2022. Aww. Yeah, but how about you, Helen? What is your when of 2022?
0: When I think about my when, it is mm. more, yes, a concept of time. And so something that I was thinking about for my where was this trip that I went on to Singapore. Obviously, location base is different from what I consider my home, so I was going to say that that was my where. But the more I thought about it, the trip itself, I identify more as a concept of time. It was in mm. August, so I was eight months postpartum, and it was a solo trip that I'd done where one of my favorite clothing brands had reached out to me to be part of their next big campaign. Online media prints, um, and if you were to ever visit one of their stores, you'll see my my face there and it's just wild. It was honestly like a dream of an email to have entered my inbox. And Mm -hmm. I was faced with a very difficult choice because my son, he was still so young and I was very much still in mom mode. I was in the midst of making another huge transition from dealing with, you know, a bit of PBD, postpartum depressive state into a functioning human and then slowly creeping back into work life. And I knew a trip like this would expedite me into a different headspace that maybe Mm. I wasn't ready for yet. But Mm. if there is anything that I learned with a baby, it's that you have to let go of control because as prepared as you can be not everything is going to go according to plan and that was a lesson that i definitely learned in this whole newborn phase um so i made a decision for myself obviously with the support of my family and you ladies i went for something that i wanted to accomplish in my lifetime separate from this identity that i had fully taken on and also one that I really love, which was the, and is the identity of a mom. And it was a trip that just reminded me that I am an individual still. I think Mm. this trip opened my eyes to the fact that in social settings, I had started to become more introverted and started to lean on my husband or on familiar faces way more than I probably would have allowed myself to do pre-baby. And I realized that I am someone who thrives as an individual, someone who is still curious and wants to grow and discover and be comfortable in my own skin again. So my when for 2022, because as you've heard, everything else, my who, what, where, they're all somehow linked to family and me being a mom so far. So my when was when I found some semblance of balance in my life again at eight months, taking this first solo trip, finding time to actually relax my muscles, unclench my jaws, close my eyes without the anticipation of a baby cry, and to be part of a a company and campaign whose mission I love and and stand behind. So it was a a big and very proud moment for me to have taken that trip. So yeah, that was my, my when. 2022. I actually didn't,
2: I, to be honest, I didn't know that was such a significant trip for you, and I'm happy to hear why it was. um I can only imagine like the feeling you got when you probably sat on the plane for the first time by yourself without a baby, without Phil, and being like, whoa.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely felt there was a lot of guilt in going, and mm-hmm. I wasn't even going to go, but I think Philip was the one who said, you have to go. And he, And that also made me see him in a different light where, yeah, like you can have a supportive partner, but he's like a very, very supportive partner. And he always wants me to pursue the things that will fulfill me, um, not just as a maternal figure, but like for myself and my own Mm -hmm. passions as well. So he was just like, I remember when we were at the airport, he's just like, you're not a bad mom. Cause I kept saying, I'm such a bad mom for going. I'm such a bad mom for going. He's like, you're not a bad mom. I'm just a great dad. <laughs> like okay, yes, oh. you got this. You got this yeah. upcoming I like week. That flip. Yeah, yeah, and that that stuck with me because I think that is really true. It's like we're never
1: bad parents. It's just the other person might have to step it up a little bit. Mm. Yeah. Wow, what a beautiful way to yeah. That is actually a, I love that way of looking at it. Um, I I personally have seen. It's interesting to hear you kind of recount that, like all the different stages that you went through through motherhood right of like how that changes you in your personality a little bit but then how you kind of come back to it and i would def or how you then return back to a lot of yourself afterwards Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i will say as a friend like when i took kind of now that it's been more time and, um, you know, baby is like older, I've had more time to reflect back on the last two years. But yeah, I definitely have seen that evolution of where, you know, how motherhood takes you to certain states that are not similar to who you were before, but that you have to go through that in order to get this new identity. But then definitely in the last year, you've you there's a lot of traits that I've seen come back to you, um, back from, you know, to the old Helen that we kind of pre pre-baby and um i didn't know though that yeah that it was so well in caps or i saw that arc and that and that like that shift but did not know that this particular trip was such a pivotal moment in that Mm -hmm. so yeah that was really really interesting to hear
0: that's so beautifully said thank you jay appreciate that yeah being a mom is definitely a a trip You got to take a trip. A trip, yeah. (laughs) And and go to your... Which one was this? When, why, where? when. (laughs) Your when or your where to um, sometimes come back to yourself. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm still on that journey. I think it's... um, I I feel like I am still very much the Helen that has always been here. It's a little bit more of a shift in priorities, but I think the underlying person that I've always been, I think it it definitely is still here. I definitely still feel like a a child sometimes. So (laughs) I'm not like I'm a mom and that's all I'm going to be. But I mean, I am a mom and I I love it. And I just, yeah, there's, Mm -hmm. I've expanded. If anything, it's not Mm. like you're shifting, you know, portions of a pie Mm. or whatever. You're expanding your pie and it's, yeah, it's kind of wild. Mm -hmm. Can't wait for y'all to go
2: through this soon. Yeah. Actually, I think for me, I love, actually, I love watching you become a mom, Helen. I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm learning just by, from the sidelines yeah. Because I don't want to say our personalities are similar, but we kind of have this, like, yeah, like, like, that kind of vibe. But I, I still think that essence has been very true still. It's been there still. Like, when I come over and you're like... Even, to be honest, I knew I knew you are still you when I texted you after you gave birth. And I was like, holy shit. I can't believe you just fucking had a baby. No, And I was like, no, I texted you. I was like, this is the cutest baby I've ever seen. I was just being very, like... Sappy and emotional because one of my good friends just had a child. And the first thing you texted me back was, Yeah, that came out of my vagina. <laughs> I was <Yeah>. like, <laughs> And I think when I read that text, I just immediately cracked up. And I was like, Damn, yep, that's still Helen. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it did. So. <laughs> I know, but I just feel like it, it just it was just so you. <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I can't describe it. So I think I'm just happy to hear that. You are, I guess, like, entering new, like, realms of your life, but you are still you, if yeah. that makes any sense. so For
0: sure, yeah. Yeah. And I think you ladies definitely helped in that regard, too, because I think it's, like, people who have always been with you throughout so many stages of your life. As mm-hmm. long as they continue to be there with you, they can sort of, like, ground yeah. you and remind you of who you are and have always been. Yeah. So thank you, yeah. ladies, also, for being Aww. my anchors in life.
2: Oh oh okay that's so sweet (laughs) um i do want to hit our last w and i'll be very honest and say this is my favorite one um and it is why i think why is so important and i think we talk about this all the time like why kind of sets the intention for your actions and helps you set your value so i would love to hear your why and i'm gonna throw it to janet
1: please tell me your why Okay, the why. I, I I agree that this is a very important one. And when I read the word why, the first thing that I thought about was what is like, if I had to think about a mission statement, right, mm-hmm. for this year. And I think my mission statement for this year is very much in line with my overall mission statement of why I think it's important for me to be alive right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> in general, or what the purpose of my life is. And I I feel that it is about community and connection. Um, And the reason why that has, well, I guess I actually, now that I think about it, I've said in the past on this podcast that I felt like I've always wanted to help people Mm -hmm. and um, or alleviate suffering in some way. And they are somewhat connected to the idea of community and connection. But this year, that, that concept of community and connection was just the most strong because, A, for my personal life, Thinking about finding a life partner and wanting to start a family. It was me wanting to start my own little community. Um, But then, on a broader level, just our work with ABG continues to every year, the more that we The more that we do this the more I feel connected to our community and this year we started the discord and we also had in-person events for the first time in a long time because of the pandemic so Mm -hmm. whenever I get to see people's faces at events and have conversations with them that's when I feel the most connected and the most like viscerally reminded of our community Um, so my why for 2022 is community and connection oh I
0: love that
1: (laughs) Dang, that's a great answer. Skip me.
0: <laughs> that's a great answer. What about you? No, I mean, I, I, I that's my why too. <laughs> Aww. I just kidding. I was kidding. Um, also going back to what you were <laughs> going back to what you're saying too, Mel, about like, ooh, what's your why? I feel like it also depends on how you say each of these, like who, mm. what, when, where, why, because it could be like mm. why, <laughs> like you know we're like who like who it depends because when we said what it was like what
1: yeah i just (laughs) wanted to add
0: that random commentary in there because that stuck in my mind um but no jay i I love your answer mine is gonna get there so my why for 2022 is my baby he is everything everything is in the context of him now, like literally everything, even when I poop, I got to make sure someone's got eyes on him. Me wanting, you know, to be a working mom and choosing that for myself is because I want to be an example for him of someone who is able to pursue the many facets of life that bring me joy and that I find value in. I find that when I'm balanced in things that matter to me, my personal growth, self-development, quality time with family and friends, etc., that is when I am the happiest. So I want to be that figure for him. And I also want to create a world that is more loving for him to grow up in, to create stronger communities amongst APIs, for him to see himself through visuals and representation of strong men and women, and for him to just grow up and be proud of who he is. Because I feel like that was lacking in a lot of our own youth, you know? So everything i do now and this is why i'm like i i'm the same answer as you jay it's the connection and it's the community right everything i do now is it literally feels like it's for him and it, it mm. anything from yeah going to the bathroom to much grander missions in life um everything of everything evolves around him so for 2022 That is my why, and I could see that being my why for many, many years to come. Mm.
2: Mm. I love
1: that why. I I love how that tied. (laughs) You're like, I'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) It got there
0: eventually. (laughs) Aw. This just makes me miss him. Yeah. You'll be back next
1: week. You can see him next week.
2: I know. I want video. I I I miss him a lot, too.
1: I realize it's like we're in the same city, but it's just so hard to... It's hard to coordinate. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: How about you, Mel? What is your why? Your why or your why? why?
2: My why is actually pretty recent. I will be very honest and say that I think with ABG, we're hitting year five. And as much as we have really exciting projects going on and like things happen, I think we spend the majority of our time working behind a laptop in our comforts of our home and it does feel like work sometimes. I think people expect... I think I was talking to my partner about this, and I realized I hold a lot of guilt when we talk about ABG sometimes because I feel like this is, there's this expectation that I need to be like so grateful, so thankful. Every day is rainbows and butterflies because I get to work on my passion project every single day. But for me, the reality of that is that's not true every single day. Every single day, I'm not like fuck yeah, I feel amazing. like like, Some days we're like, literally, I'm confused. (laughs) Or like, I'm trying to work through something. And it's just, it does feel like work. But it's work that I overall enjoy. But I'm not like, I'm not shouting over the the rooftops about it kind of vibe, which I think sometimes people people expect when you work your passion project or your passion Mm -hmm. job. Mm -hmm. Um, And to be honest, I feel this year was, if I had to think about this year, I feel like this year for us is recalibrating and learning how we can grow more from from this year. And it's, um, I think doing what we do on a personal level, I struggle with this is that, um, I struggle with sometimes seeing my value, my worth with our job sometimes. Um, it's again, because we are behind a laptop. Uh, we don't get to interact with our listeners and it just feels like, I'm just doing my work, and it's easy to feel like you're just working sometimes. And I, mm-hmm. I think I, I, do, if I'm being honest, I do lose track of why sometimes, and feeling as if I'm not doing enough, or I'm comparing myself maybe to the both to the both of you. You know, it's just by default when you're a trio and you're on and you're public facing, there is that natural like tendency, and that is also my like, I guess, quote unquote, bad behavior that I do. And so for me, my why relates to community and connection as well with Janet. um i I recently had a Taipei meetup and I didn't get to share with you guys the details about this, but it was just such a great night meeting these like super sweet, really cool women that I just I, I remember feeling like, oh my gosh, this is I feel amazing. And for me, the joy actually wasn't like, oh, you're here to see me. It wasn't even like that it was more like, the biggest joy I got was seeing everyone at each other online, connect with each other, and we ended up switching tables. So I was like, oh, I found out two of the girls are very similar. I was like, you gotta get me, you got like, you gotta meet each other. You guys just moved here, like, and they're you could tell they're searching for friends and community. I'm like, mm. and I, I could tell like, oh, this is, the, this is such a great group of women. Like, they're just so friendly and very keen on getting to know each other, and it just like, just reminded me of like why I love what we do and how this podcast really at the day is just bigger than the three of us, bigger than our team. And just seeing others connect and feeling, and, and I had the feeling like, wow, I don't even have to be here and they'll just get along. It was like really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, like I, was, I would like kind of switch tables and trying to like get to know everyone and hearing everyone's stories and learning how some of these women just picked up their lives and just moved to Taipei from the States, one girl was from Australia. One girl's from Toronto that was having to be in town. It was just, like, very inspiring for me to hear their stories. Mm. And I remember towards the end of the night, we're, like, kind of wrapping up. Um, one of the girls, her name was Jane. She was from, originally from New York. She's, moved, she's in Taiwan now with her husband doing, running this, like, hot sauce business. So cool. She said to me, she was like, you know, it is, like, really awesome to see so many different types of girls here at dinner. Like, it just really cool. She's like, it just shows the different types of people that listen to the podcast. And I was just mm-hmm. like, I, I had a moment I was like, whoa. Like, mm. I don't get to, like, I don't process or, like, encounter these moments a lot. And it was just a very humbling feeling and brought me back to, like, this is this is our why. You know, I think I can get caught up in, like, the other... Glitzy things that people might assume that we, that comes with running a podcast or like all this stuff, but like I was like at the core of what we do, this is why we do the things. This is why we do the ABG, and I felt so alive after that moment. And I think the the takeaway I felt not only was that connection, but like I was having, I felt I was feeling a little lonely actually the last few days in Taipei because I was by myself and like it's pretty gloomy. But walking away from that dinner, I had the feeling of like wow. I feel like if you're an ABG listener, or it's just me maybe, I don't want to say tuning our own horn, but I felt like I could go anywhere and feel like I have a friend I could call up and I won't actually ever really truly feel lonely because there's always someone out there that listens to us that's truly seeking connection. And it made me truly feel like we have community. And it was just such a great, amazing feeling. So that was my why.
1: Aww. Yeah. Oh my God. That's going to make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) But damn! Um, yeah, that's um, that yeah. I mean, this is the first time that Helen and I are hearing the the yeah. specific details too of the of the meetup. And wow, I love that, that that was so. They're really the fact that she said there's like so many different types of women there. I I agree. Like that is a really powerful thing about our community that I love. Mm-hmm. Is that it's not just like one type of person.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, they're aww. so nice, I and love then I that. think.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and it, it just felt like I think sometimes when you go to these like I think with meetups, um, it's just like obviously we're trying to get to know everyone, but I think maybe for me this time it was like it, it was a dinner with like mm. twenty girls and like I, I also like it just felt like we were all like hanging out as friends. And I was like I mm. walked away being like, I wanna hang out with them again. We like we like all walked together in our umbrellas to the train station, like rode the train with some people, like Aww. it just felt like oh man, like I'm meeting new friends. Like it just yeah. felt really cool. Yeah.
0: I think that's been a difficult part of these past few years where, yeah, even for us, like we Mm -hmm. don't even meet in person that much anymore because of just life circumstances and the difficulty of us meeting up with us being further away from each other as well, you know? Mm -hmm. So all of that, I completely agree and you should not feel guilty I'll say for one for what you were saying mm-hmm. earlier about like not feeling like like you're losing a little bit of your why because it does feel mm-hmm. yeah you know, when you're just behind your laptop and even mm-hmm. when we're just recording I love talking to you ladies like we could mm-hmm. just be doing this and not putting it out there you know <laughs> but we put yeah. it out there and but we we're not connecting with people other than through yeah. like our socials and um, it can feel it can feel a little bit like lonely and almost like wait what are we doing this for again mm-hmm. and I just know that every time we have meetups and we meet you know, you all out there who listen every single time we're like, oh my gosh, we need to do more of these. We need to do more of these because it is the most fulfilling part of what we do. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like you being in, in Taiwan and being able to meet, and there was like so many people that came out too. And they were all listeners from like across the world and find, trying to find like solace in each other and other people who are just listeners of the podcast and have similar interests. It's like, yeah, the fact that we were able to build that for them—it's so mm-hmm. cool. I felt the same way when I was in Singapore too. Right? It was, right? like, was just—it's so yeah. Because you also feel like a lonely traveler, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it, you get this homey vibe from these strangers, and you're just like, "Holy shit, this is so cool! What we've been able to build." Yeah, yeah.
2: I get, i just kept saying like, "This is so cool." I was like, yeah, "I don't know me how else too. This <laughs> is trying to." It. <laughs> I
0: was like, "I could use more descriptive words, but cool it was just the way I could say it." Yes. I think that's the perfect. Way to end this episode on that why.
1: On that why, yes. Thank you, listeners, so much for joining us in today's episode where Helen, Mel, and myself reflected on our who, what, where, when, and why of 2022. We would love to invite all of you to do the same. Take some time to think about your five W's for 2022 and leave them in the comments of the post for this episode. If you don't already, please follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode
2: with your friends. You can also support us through monthly donations at anchor.fm slash asianbossgirl support
1: or get some merch at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com. If you resonated with today's episode, let us know in the comments of our IG post. And if you'd like to put faces to our names, you can find us on YouTube where we share vlogs, an audience Q&A segment called Dear ABG, and much more. Our handle on both platforms is at asianbossgirl.
0: If you'd like to send a shout out to a friend, check out our link tree in our Lincoln bio on our Instagram and click on shout outs. And last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all her magic on our episodes, including this one.
1: And with that, we will catch you all next year. Whoa. I know. Bye. Bye.